All right, that was a good little up. Hey, how about that, huh? Huh? Welcome to episode 19 of Live It or Waste It. I am David Guggenheim. And I'm Dave Wine, and this is the show about getting the most out of your life. If you are in the process of changing your life and you're seeking a community of like-minded people, then this is the show to follow. Join us on our journey of remaking our lives with the help of the Live It or Waste It community. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. Episode 19. 19 on the precipice of 20 in 2020. 2020 is on the horizon. A new decade. Very exciting. A new decade. That. We'll have to do a, a resolution show because on the beginning, the beginning decade, you have to have decade uh, uh, resolutions. What a great way to start things anew, fresh, fresh, exciting, fresh as a baby's talcum powdered buns. But we can't do that without what? Good habits. Habits. And what is a habit that maybe people should adopt? Well, it's the word of the week. Look at that. That is meditate. 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 Oh. Meditate, huh? Namaste. Are you a big meditator? I am not a big meditator, and <laughs> that is a problem. You got to embody this word yes, of the week. That's why I thought it was a good word of the week to have because. I find that when I do meditate, my thoughts and actions are much clearer. Life is a gem, folks. Life is a gem. You know, I am trained in a certain form of meditation. I know. And I'm actually kind of envious that you've been trained in that form of meditation because it's, it's very expensive to be trained in that form of meditation. It, it is. I got I got a deal on it. I got a deal on it. Yeah. It it still was a good chunk of change to learn, you know, to say, you know, Baba Waba and here we go. You say Baba Waba, those are your, that's your mantra? Baba Waba, here we go? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm using that as a generic, you know, thing because there is a, there is a mantra involved in it and I'm not going to share what my mantra is because it's private. Well, are you going to share what the technique is called at least? The, the type of meditation? Uh, it's the Kama Sutra, I think. No, what is, what is it that I'm trained in? You know what I'm trained Transcendental meditation. Right, TM. I'm a TM guy, I guess. You're not a TM guy. You don't I do don't it. really practice it. I think you have to actually <laughs> practice TM. it for you to be called the TM guy. You don't want to just refer to me as the TM guy? You're a 5%er. A 5%er? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I was told that like most people who get trained in it go on and, and, and do it on a regular basis. And I was looking forward to that. But just I, I, I wasn't getting a lot of out, out of it, to be honest with you. How many Not times? Not that I'm down on meditating. How many times did you do it? Uh, two times a day, 20 minutes each, each go round. Uh, and I did that... Uh, 
very regularly for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And and you felt no difference. Not really. Yeah. Wow. I know. Okay, there you go. Then I guess meditation is not word for of the you. week is <laughs> or maybe <laughs> maybe that type of meditation just is not for you. It sounds very uh, intensive and and a lot of work. Twenty minutes twice a day. Uh, I think I'd probably get sick of it too. Uh, it w- it was hard to fit in because you weren't supposed to. I I couldn't do it what, right when I woke up because that was a good like I have this period of time and there's nobody up else up and to distract me but i was so tired that i just couldn't do a quality practice and they tell you not to do it right before you go to sleep because it might keep you up Mm. those were the the times that were good for me and so uh, since i i couldn't i couldn't really get that two times a day 20 minute thing in my in my daily routine it just wasn't working for me and you know honestly the benefits i wasn't really feeling the benefits too much did you ever try any other kind of meditation i'm listen i am definitely not anti-meditation or down on meditation of any form uh especially tm because again I, i like tm because tm was understanding that your brain will wander and they incorporated that as part of it. So you don't need to feel like ashamed that you're not doing it right. It was very much free and easy. Um, and, you know, I, I still remember my mantra, so maybe I'll start it up again because, um, you know, timing is everything. Yeah, well, you know, you you brought up a good point earlier is that I think that a lot of people don't meditate because they have this uh, certain expectation of what they're supposed to be doing while they meditate. And that, you know, everybody says, well, I, I tried it, but I couldn't keep my mind quiet. So, you know, it's just not for me. But, you know, keeping your mind quiet isn't really the the it's what you're supposed to try to do. But. It isn't the main purpose of meditating. Eventually, the more you do it, the more your mind will quiet down. I mean, nobody jumps into something and is a master at it right away. And for some reason, people think when they meditate, they're supposed to be some kind of, you know, um, Buddhist monk, (laughs) you know. And there's Buddhist monks who practice 15 hours of meditation a day and still can't quiet their mind all the time. So that isn't the that isn't the goal. The goal is to come out of the meditation feeling better, feeling refreshed, feeling energized, feeling focused. Really the, it it doesn't matter what you do during that time if you're if the end result is giving you that energy and 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 focus. So people that get caught up on the mechanics of it are shooting themselves in the foot not to segue too prematurely into our (laughs) topic of the week topic du jour as they say in france we we um no i did that before we uh started the podcast thank you you're right that you're 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 but you're right dave uh sabotage sabotaging your meditation 
by convincing yourself that it has to be a certain way. Yeah, it's just about getting the negative out and focusing on the positive and centering yourself spiritually, physically, mentally, so that you can uh, focus on what's important. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the topic of the week, this is the last, I can't believe it, this is the last of our Toxic habit series, and we're going to be focusing on self-sabotage. Yes. This week's video is self-sabotage, and I, I mean, I, I used to be a, a, a Howard Stern listener. I know you're still a Howard Stern listener. Hey, now. It's hard to read the... It, it's hard to see the word sabotage and not say sabot sabotage. Sabotage made famous by the sabotage. by the great Captain Kirk, Bill Shatner. Bill Shatner, self sabotage. So if we say sabotage, we we realize that that's not the way you. It's not a potato potato sort of thing, but according to Bill Shatner, it is. So self sabotage. How to Stop Sabotaging Yourself with Lavender. That's I, I, your guess is as good as mine. That's Lavender. That's how she said it. Lavender. Yeah. She's YouTube, YouTube names. Yes. Yeah, she's a YouTube sensation. Is she a sensation? I don't know. Who knows? But she, she will be now that she's on our podcast. We're giving her some, 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 media attention good for her and mad props be because she she has a very good video very informative video about self-sabotage what it is right how to recognize it and how to stop it so let's go through it yeah and she she really she does spend a lot of time which i appreciated on defining what self-sabotage is and identifying it uh, before she jumped to the, the fixing of it. Right. And so do you want to go through some of this here? Because you, you pulled out quite a well, bit. Well, all right. Um, well, let's talk about what it is first. What is self-sabotage? Now, I think... What is, what is self-sabotage? This is something I think that we have all dealt with at some point of our lives, maybe right now. You know, self-sabotage is basically when you hurt yourself or hold yourself back from reaching your full potential or reaching the next level of happiness and success that you desire in your life. Right? Well said. And it's something that we might be aware of or, or we might not be aware of. And even though we we could be aware that we're doing it, the, the pull to sabotage ourselves is still so strong that we we execute it anyway. You know, we let Schmitty get in our ear and he's got some real convincing arguments. You know, he's like, well, but I guess this is the thing that sort of. When Schmitty's on your shoulder telling you to do things, he's not saying you should sabotage yourself. Right. But what he's saying is things that will lead to yourself 
sabotaging yourself. Okay, that's a good way to put it. Good point. You know, I mean, because he's more clever than he's that. He's very clever. You know, like, you're going out for that job interview. Well, you're not going to get it because you're you're not good enough to really get this job. So why stress out about getting it or why prepare the night before because you're not going to get it anyway. Right. Like, I'm not self-sabotaging. I'm just telling you the truth. And which is, of course, it's coming from Schmitty. And if Schmitty is saying it, it's self-sabotage. That is a good point by you, which, you know, takes us to the next question, which is why? Why do we do this to ourselves? Okay. Why would we purposely hurt ourselves? That doesn't make sense. But we do it all the time. Right? All the time. All the time. So what Lavender would tell you is that we do it because the foundation of sabotage is this idea of comfort. You know, human beings love to feel comforted. They love to be comfortable. And so when we start to work on ourselves or we start to achieve success and get closer to our goals, we're stepping out of our comfort zone. We're feeling things that we haven't felt before, uh, you know, a higher level of, of happiness and success. And so we need to chop ourselves, uh, you know, in the legs and take ourselves down a notch so that we can feel comfortable again. And in doing so, we're sabotaging our progress. Sure. Or, or, or never, or we never start. I mean, I think procrastinating is another um, element of it uh, as far as I could be moving forward in, in my plans, in my success, in my growth, but I'm going to do that tomorrow for a number of, of BS reasons. And I mean, I think what actually comes to mind to me right now, um, I have a new initiative in my business that I'm going for, uh, a new new segment of the population um, to to reach out to uh, to possibly do podcasts. And I've done a lot of preparation as far as what is it that the pitch is and how I'm going to communicate. Uh, but when I sit down and I have the phone number in front of me, I'm not feeling confident enough in my ability to deliver the message and whether people are going to be receptive to it. A lot of it, like, oh, no, they don't want to hear from me. I'm going to be an annoying call. Um, I don't have my my delivery down the way I want it to be before I do it. So I'm not going to do it. You know, all these things are self-sabotaging mindsets, preventing me, keeping me in the same spot, keeping me in this comfort zone, you know, because failure is much more comfortable than success. Say that one more time. Failure is much more comfortable than success. 
and we like to stay in our comfort zone. And if I never do it, if I never try, then I can't fail is failing in itself. Um, when you try and fail, that's not failure. That's you're learning something. You're, you're gaining something from that. You're, 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 you're getting something out on, on the opposite end. It might be a bitter pill some, some of these times, but you're getting something out of it. To never try is pure failure because you're not learning anything other than maybe having a story to share on a podcast. Well, you know, that that's that's all a part of it too is that you're you're actually self-aware of the things that could possibly sabotage you. You know, you're you you recognize that when you look at that list of phone numbers, the schmitty is in your ear, you know, telling you, "Oh, you you can't do this. You're an idiot." Because you haven't done it, you don't know what's going to happen. You have no. That's really, I right. think, the crux of it is that you don't know what's going to happen when you call these people. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean. And and that's terrifying. Yeah, because I mean, you know, you want to be prepared, right? And and I I have right. a whole thing that I've written, but you know, it could quickly go off script, or. It could feel so on script that it's, you know, like, oh, my God, somebody's reading something, you know. You know, you either got to take a crap or get off the pot at some point, and it's never going to be um, the way you want. You know, if you give the pitch 50 times, your 50th time is probably going to be better than your first time, right? Because you've had that real-world experience of doing it. And there's no... Uh, better experience uh, than experience, right? Yeah. So you, you, I, I just have to do it even if it's not where I want it to be just because the only way it's going to get to be where I want it to be is to do it. And it's difficult because I got Schmitty on my shoulder telling me not to do it. It's not good enough. You're not ready. People don't want to hear it. Um, you could do it better. Oh, it's Friday. No one wants a phone call on Friday. Do it on Monday. And Monday, it's too early to be, for people to call. So why don't you do it on Tuesday? So with all that you've learned on this po- doing this podcast, what can you do to shut Schmitty up? Well, um, first and foremost, I would say pay attention. Pay attention and listen and be aware of what Schmitty is doing and saying. And that it is, and put a label on it. And Schmitty's, Schmitty, if he has a little name tag, it says Schmitty, brought to you by self-sabotage. You know, because that's what Schmitty's all about. Um, and awareness, and I've, I said this, say this, and I say this, I think, every show, awareness leads to change, but it's something that I embody. And um, I think that would be the, the number one way to combat it. And, and also uh, preparedness. Um, if I feel like I'm not prepared, you know, because I think there is some truth to that because I don't see myself as a natural salesman. Um, but to prepare more, you know, to put myself out there 
and and um, and to prepare more. You know, that's the 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 callus that you have to develop if you're going to do these cold calls. Is that you have to have this expectation that a lot of people are not going to deal with that, and it's it's not anything personal. It's not going to affect your life in any way. And that it's just a part of the job. Yeah, it's it's absolutely part of it. And it's like, okay, you know, mental note, mark it down that don't call them back again. Because <laughs> I've done that in the past. Like, yeah, I said no to you once before. I'm like, okay, need to do a better job in making notes. Uh, but, you know, those are the experiences that you learn from, right? That's right. And, and you're less likely to self-sabotage. If you, you know, learn from these experiences and and try to work around it. So, I mean, it's really about not feeling anxious and overwhelmed and frightened or it's it's working through those feelings. Even if they're there, you can't stop. You know, you have to just say, "Okay, I'm afraid to do this right now, but I'm going to do it anyway. I have to because I have to. It's my job. There's no there's no other choice. Yeah. If I don't do this, I will not be successful. Right. And 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 worse than not being successful, you're not giving yourself the opportunity to be successful. You're robbing yourself of the opportunity, the possibility, the chance of being successful and having um, a wonder a wonderful life. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it is, you know, it's right. and it's part of what uh, Lavender <laughs> talks about as part of um, how can we stop self sabotaging? And I think we we got into it a little bit, but you know, you also have to remind yourself that you're worthy. You know, you're worthy of the success because I think a lot of times we we don't think that we deserve this kind of happiness or this kind of success. And so we just go back to being where we were before, where it's comfortable. Yeah, and, and I really think that I want to spend a, 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 another moment at least on that by, by telling the audience um, that you are worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy of that success. You're worthy of that goal. I think that's really, really, really important because it's really easy for us to con ourselves into thinking that other people have some special magic pixie dust that, that gives them the ability to succeed that we just simply don't have that, that thing. And it's mythical. Mm. It's mythical. Yes. And what successful people have is the ability to put themselves in uncomfortable places, learn from mistakes, and keep pushing forward. And, you know, I think that the, probably the last thing that we should mention about self-sabotage or sabotage is that, you know, don't spend a lot of time thinking about your goals and, and what you need to do. Write them down and then execute them. You spend too much time thinking about it, worrying about it. That's when Schmitty can get in your ear. 
If you're working, if you're moving, if you're shaking, Schmitty doesn't have time to get in there and and fiddle around with that that delicate mind of yours. So just keep on moving like a shark. You know, like a shark baby. Were you using my babies now? Yeah. All right then. Please share your experiences with self-sabotage. Uh, we'd love to hear uh, anything that you might feel or uh, have, have gone through related to sabotage. Uh, did any of these patterns resonate with you that we were talking about today? Uh, what are some of the ways that you dealt with that and how have you dealt with it in a way that has made it help and help you along? Join us next week when we wrap up the year with our 20th episode, the last of this decade, where we will discuss our top five most important things that we've learned doing this very podcast. And remember to subscribe and share, share, share this podcast. Uh, so just go to Facebook and search Live It or Waste It Now, and you will find us. We're there. We're watching. We're, we're, we're ready to have uh, more dialogue with, with more of our uh, listeners. Um, it's, a, it's a great uh, aspect of the program, and we want to have as much uh, interaction with the listeners as possible. The more we participate, the more we learn. Yes, absolutely. And the less we self-sabotage. If you want to reach me directly, you can go, go to someonetalkedmedia.com. And if you want to reach me at winedesigns.com is where I'll be. Now go out there and live it. Don't waste it. Peace and love.